My absolutes must be absolutely absolute, or the mountain won't move. Jesus said in Mark 11:22 through 24, And Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Doubt is the absence of faith. Doubt is partial and partial won't do. What if and but if just won't do. The completeness of the word of God is staggering to the carnal understanding. How absolute does Mark 9.23 sound? Jesus said unto them, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And how about 1 John 5.14.15? And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of him. The believer's job is to keep himself unspotted by the world, and to believe and act upon the word of God in an open confession before the sons of men. The answers to prayers, great miracles, and supernatural exploits are God's job. Have you found the absolute? Have you been born a second time, born again? Would you like today to be the best day of your life and tomorrow to be better? Are you interested in having all your sins and shame expunged from your record as though you never participated? Would you like a beautiful reason to live that's bigger than the universe? God said, man said, has good news for you. Today is your day of salvation. Click on to Further with Jesus for childlike constructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Do it now. We'll wait for you here. Now for today's subject. Convincing people that some superior being created life on earth is not that hard to do. Even when evolution's standard bearer, Richard Dawkins, was confronted with inexplicable contradictions to his position, he lamely alluded to the possibility of life being seeded by aliens. God said Manset is dedicated to defending the infallible inerrancy of the Word of God found in the majority text authorized King James Version of the Holy Bible. The world has many gods, little G-O-Ds, but there is only one God who created the heaven and the earth, all that in them is, and He is the God of the Bible. The God of the Bible is not the God of the other world religions. Exodus 20, 1-3 And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which has brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. On this website there are presently 425 feature subjects that say yes to the God of the Bible. These features are archived in text and streaming audio. Every Thursday Eve, God willing, it grows by one. Welcome to God Said Man Said. We're so glad you've come. This website uses a four-step proof text to certify the veracity of the Word of God. Number one is archaeology, paleontology, ancient history, and ancient literature that establish the Bible as a supremely reliable account of history. Number two is biblical prophecy and the laws of probability. Glorious, exacting prophecies proclaimed in the scriptures hundreds and thousands of years before they occurred 
or are occurring. Coupled with the probability of man making these predictions and seeing their fulfillment establishes the supernatural authorship of the Word of God. Number three is God said, man said, the record. In this category, God's commandment is recited, man's disregard for it is noted, and the record of the results of his disobedience are shown. Inherent within God's commandments are a blessing or a curse. God's word is truth. Consequently, it is correct. If man obeys it, he will reap the benefits of doing the right thing. If he disobeys, he reaps the curse of doing the wrong thing. It's just that simple. Number four is the historicity of Jesus Christ. It's hard to fathom, but some deny that Jesus Christ ever lived, was crucified for the sins of the world, resurrected from the dead, and sits on the right hand of the Father. This category clears the smoke. This week's feature will update subjects in the God Said Man Said The Record category. At the end of each update, we will list all God Said Man Said features that pertain to the subject noted. Circumcision. We have published six subjects which address God's Old Testament commandment to circumcise all male children on the eighth day. It must be noted that this Old Testament commandment has been fulfilled in Christ, but be clearly advised that God's commandments have spiritual benefits as well as very real physical ones. This will be obvious in the matter of male circumcision. To those who are alarmed by this position God said man said takes concerning matters of this nature, it should be noted that the vast, vast, vast majority of mankind cannot, or should we say, will not, tap the fulfillment blessings of Jesus Christ. God said Genesis 17:10 through 14 This is my covenant, which ye shall keep, between me and you, and thy seed after thee. Every man-child among you shall be circumcised, and ye shall circumcise the flesh of your foreskin, and it shall be a token of the covenant betwixt me and you. And he that is eight days old shall be circumcised among you, every man-child in your generations, he that is born in the house or bought with money of any stranger, which is not of thy seed. He that is born in thy house and he that is bought with money must needs be circumcised. And my covenant shall be in your flesh for an everlasting covenant. And the uncircumcised man-child whose flesh of his foreskin is not circumcised, that soul shall be cut off from his people. He hath broken my covenant. Man said, Circumcision is an old, archaic, and barbaric religious superstition. It has no place in an enlightened scientific population. Now, the record. It is astonishing that the detractors of God's word continue to resist. Millions are sick and suffering, dying and dead, as a result of man's rebellion. The following Associated Press feature titled, Study, Male Circumcision Helps Prevent Two STDs, was published March 25, 2009. The following excerpts are from that feature. Los Angeles Circumcision not only protects against HIV in heterosexual men, but it also helps prevent two other sexually transmitted infections, a large new study found. Circumcised males reduced their risk of infection with HPV or human papillomavirus by 35% and herpes by 28%. However, researchers found circumcision had no effect on the transmission of syphilis.
Landmark studies from three African countries, including Uganda, previously found circumcision lowered men's chances of catching the AIDS virus by up to 60%. The new study stems from the Uganda research and looked at protection against three other STDs. The findings are reported in Thursday's New England Journal of Medicine. Evidence now strongly suggests that circumcision offers an important prevention opportunity and should be widely available. Doctors Matthew Golden and Julian Wasserheit of the University of Washington wrote in an accompanying editorial. Worldwide, only about 30% of men are circumcised. The figure is higher in the United States, where about 79% of men are circumcised, according to surveys by the National Center of Health Statistics. An international team of researchers who conducted the study said circumcision, the surgical removal of the foreskin from the penis, should be an accepted method to reduce sexually transmitted infections among heterosexuals. End of quote. See the following features concerning circumcision listed below. Pigs. God's prohibition in the Old Testament concerning the consumption of unclean creatures is extensive, with swine getting special attention. Like circumcision, dietary laws which are spiritually fulfilled through faith in Christ and the application of God's words, excuse me, God's word, have the same problem concerning the unsaved masses. They are unable to enter into God's protection. God said Leviticus 11, 1 through 8. And the Lord spake unto Moses and to Aaron, saying unto them, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, These are the beasts which ye shall eat among all the beasts that are on the earth. Whatsoever parteth the hoof, and is cloven-footed, and cheweth the cud, among the beasts, that shall ye eat. Nevertheless, these shall, excuse me, nevertheless, these shall ye not eat of them that chew the cud, or of them that divided the hoof. As the camel, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the coney, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the hare, because he cheweth the cud, but divideth not the hoof, he is unclean unto you. And the swine, though he divideth the hoof, and be cloven-footed, yet he cheweth not the cud, he is unclean unto you. Of their flesh shall ye not eat, and their carcass shall ye not touch. They are unclean to you. Man said, Pork! Is the other white meat? It's good for you. The Bible doesn't know what they're talking about. Now the record. The following excerpts are lifted from the April 2009 issue of Scientific America under the title "Healthy Growth for U.S. Farms." Much has been made in recent years of MRSA, the antibiotic-resistant strain of Staphylococcus bacteria, and for good reason. In 2005, the most recent year for which figures are available, about 95,000 MRSA infections caused the deaths of nearly 19,000 Americans. The disease first incubated in hospitals. The killer bacteria is an inevitable evolutionary response to the widespread use of antibiotics, but has since found a home in locker rooms, prisons, and child care facilities. Now the bacteria has spread to farm. Perhaps we should not be surprised. Modern factory farms keep so many animals in such a small space that the animals must be given low doses of antibiotics to shield them from the fetid conditions.
The drug-resistant bacteria that emerge now entered into our food supply. The first study to investigate farm-bred MRSA in the U.S. Amazingly, the Food and Drug Administration has shown little interest in testing the nation's livestock for this disease. Recently found that 49% of pigs and 45% of pig workers in the survey harbored the bacteria. Unfortunately, these infections can spread. According to a report published in Emerging Infectious Diseases, MRSA from animals is now thought to be responsible for more than 20% of all human MRSA cases in the Netherlands. End of quote. Do you think the creator of all might have some insights on what is good for consumption? Take some time to explore the following articles concerning your diet listed below. Church I don't need to go to church. I can worship God in the woods, he said. It is true you can worship and should worship God in the woods, but attending a church that preaches the unadulterated word of God is essential to the body of Christ. A new study reveals enormous benefits to the adherent. God said, Hebrews 10, 24-25. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more, as ye see the day approaching. Man said, Church is for the uneducated. You have to check your mind at the door. Now the record. The following sentences are from the November 26, 2008 feature, titled, Religion May Help Extend Your Life, published by Health Day. The study participants came from the Large Women's Health Initiative, observational study, and included nearly 95,000 women from all over the United States. The women were all between 50 and 79 years old at the start of the study. When the researchers adjusted the data to account for physical health, age, ethnicity, excuse me, ethnicity, income, education, social support, important life events, and life satisfaction, they found that weekly religious service attendance was responsible for a 20 reduction in the risk of death. Dr. Harold G. Koenig, founder and co-director of the Center of Spirituality, Theology, and Health at Duke University Medical Center, called the new research a very well-done study that provides good well-controlled evidence that religious attendance is related to lower mortality. And they, the researchers, show it's not just a social factor, it's not just the behavioral factors, and it's not just that some people might be too sick to be able to go to church. The researchers controlled well for these, though they still don't explain it all at the end, said Koenig, end of quote. Click on to the following God Said Man Said subjects concerning church listed below. Breastfeeding. God designed perfection for the health and preservation of man. God said Genesis 49.25, Even by the God of thy Father, who shall help thee, and by the Almighty who shall bless thee with blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lieth under, blessings of the breasts and of the womb. Man said, Baby formula concocted by science was equal with or even superior to mother's breast milk. Starting in the late 1940s, breastfeeding began to fall out of favor nationally. By the 1950s, infant formula gained widespread endorsement from the pediatric community and breastfeeding for millions of children and mothers became a thing of the past. Now the record. The news continues to reaffirm the inerrancy of the Holy Word of God. The following paragraphs are from the Health Day News. The title 
of the October 29, 2008 report is breastfed baby may mean better behaved child. Wednesday, October 29, 2008. Add ye, add, excuse me, add yet another potential benefit to breastfeeding. Fewer behavioral problems in young children. Parents of youngsters who have who were breastfed as infants were less likely to report that their child had a behavior problem or psychiatric illness during the first five years of life, a new study found. And the likelihood of mental health issues decreased in proportion to the duration of breastfeeding, meaning that a child who had been breastfed for a year was less likely to have been, excuse me, was less likely to have behavior problems than a child who had been breastfed for just two months. Previous research has shown that breast milk offers numerous benefits for babies and that breastfeeding can benefit both mother and infant. Babies who are breastfed are less likely to suffer from ear infections, diarrhea, pneumonia, wheezing, and bacterial and viral illnesses, according to the American Academy of Pediatrics. Research has also linked breastfeeding with a reduced risk of obesity, diabetes, sudden infant death syndrome, and certain cancers, according to the APP. Excuse me, the AAP. For mothers, breastfeeding helps the uterus quickly return to its pre-pregnancy shape and helps burn additional calories, which can help get rid of extra pregnancy weight, the AAP reports. Additionally, breastfeeding is believed to help nurture the mother-child bond. The new study reviewed more than 100,000 interviews of parents and guardians of children between the ages of 10 months and 18 years who participated in the National Survey of Children's Health. Parents were asked about breastfeeding and about their child's behavior and mental health. Parents of children who were breastfed were 15% less likely to be concerned about their child's behavior compared to a formula-fed infants. And the breastfed children were 37% less likely to have a medically diagnosed behavioral or conduct problem, according to the study. And Knudsen, a resident in the Department of Psychiatry at Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston, said, The effect of breastfeeding appeared to be cumulative, and those who were breastfed for a longer duration even less likely to have behavior problems. She also said the study found a correlation between breastfeeding and cognitive development. These findings are certainly intriguing, said Dr. Deborah Bogan, a pediatrician in the Division of General Academic Pediatrics at the Children's Hospital, Pittsburgh. The study adds to the overwhelming evidence that women should, if they can, offer breast milk to their babies, she added. End of quote. The following short paragraph is from USA Weekend. You probably know that breastfeeding boosts a baby's health, but who knew how dramatically it benefits a mother? I didn't until I read a new Swedish study of 18,326 women, showing that mothers who breastfed infants for 13 months or more were about half as apt to develop rheumatoid arthritis as those who did not breastfeed. Breastfeeding for those, excuse me, for 1 to 12 months reduced RA risk 26%. Experts can fully explain the surprise, but they note that breastfeeding can change levels of immune-regulating hormones in ways that may discourage RA. There's more. A large analysis last year concluded that breastfeeding also might protect mothers against type 2 diabetes and breast and ovarian cancer. To read more, go to womenshealth.gov backslash breastfeeding. End of quote. Related articles to breastfeeding listed below.
God's word, God's word is true and righteous altogether. From the six-day creation just over 6,000 years ago on to eternity, it is without question the truth, a place to build your life.